There's everyone else. Okay, here's Arrow Collins. Arrow, you're our final one. Uh, here's Destiny. All right, we're going to take five hours in, Destiny. We're going to go for a real good interview. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, 18 years old and the world knows who you are. What is that moment like? It's definitely crazy. I, I've always wanted to become an artist and really sing my heart out no matter where I go. So it's just such an amazing experience. And no matter what, I'm going to keep going and working hard. So thank you so much for having me. That, ins that inspires me for you to say that to be an artist, because it took me maybe 26, 27 years in radio to realize, wait a second, this is this is art. I, I am an artist. So I'm, I'm very fascinated with the fact that you recognize that you're an artist. Uh, for sure. I mean, sometimes you have those thoughts where you're just like, am I good? But <laughs> I think that you, just going through this process, it's like, it shows how much responsibility that you take for yourself when it comes to these types of things. So yeah, I singing is art. And I think no matter what you're doing, if you're really dedicated to it, it could be an art. Well, to be that artist, you have to activate a lot of things. And you have been through some troubles. And, and I, I don't even want to call it that. You have been through some things that I want to learn from. And the reason why is because if anything were to ever happen in this nation, I'm going to those, the people of homelessness, to learn. Because that's the art of survival. I don't know that. But you have lived that life. Yes. Um, it was very challenging growing up. I, I came from Sofia, Bulgaria with my mom. And when we moved to the United States, when I was a year old and after my brother was born, my, my dad left us. So my mom didn't have anything and she was working really hard to fend for us. And I'm just so grateful for her and my brother as well. I have such a great support system. And yeah, I think what really made me stay focused on singing is to really help my family out and get us out of that place that we were mm -hmm. once in. And I think that just this experience in itself shows that if you keep working hard, you can get somewhere. Well, so many people don't understand what it's like to not have something. And, and, and that's one of the things that, 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 I, that I love about your story, because I, I grew up in a very poor house up in Billings, Montana, and, and people go, well, well, how do you save today? Because I, I have never stopped being a poor person. I'm very rich in, in, in sharing stories, but, but very poor when it comes to other things in life. And I think, do you, do you think that helps keep you humble as well? Uh, I would def definitely say that. Um... Because of where I came from, I I have a different viewing of life. Right. And yeah, for sure. Making just coming from that place, you don't want to go to that place again. So, I think keeping a positive attitude with life because of when, what you went through can really help you stay grounded. So, yeah, that's how I've been basically treating that yeah because you you honestly wear positive when i first saw you on the screen i was like oh my god you can see her energy thank you i appreciate that i definitely um i would say just like being on camera and everything it's 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 really scary but just being true to yourself can really shine through so but, but, i hope that <laughs> that it was that way for everyone don't you love that moment on the camera i love being in front of a camera because i know on the other side of that lens there are people out there yeah and yeah people might have negative things to say and positive things to say but it's 
I just focus on the positive no matter what. Yeah. Well, and the thing about it is, is that negative or positive, they're, they're, they're still saying it. And as long as you're talking, I'm okay. Just keep talking. That's called communication. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So coming from the, the Southern California area of the world, my God, San Diego, the world's most beautiful city. I mean, it, it, it's got to be amazing to wake up to a sunrise and to fall witness to the sunset as well. Yeah. Um, being from San Diego is just amazing. I love the energy, the community. And then coming to Boston is amazing as well because I go to school in Boston at Berkeley. And it's just so cold in Boston. So I definitely think about San Diego when I'm here in Boston. So, yeah, I love the energy that we have in San Diego. We have a different type of swag to our culture and everything. So I'm really grateful to be from there. So did you have to give up your rights to love the San Diego Padres versus the Boston White Sox? I mean, come on now. Oh, my gosh. I've heard... I thought that they won at some point. I'm not really into those, like, into sports, so, but, <laughs> well, would, would, I don't know. Would, would you think of NBC's The Voice as being a, a vocal sport? I Yes, I would. I think being a singer is, you're an athlete, basically. You have to take care of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, just making, you can't eat certain things. Well, for me personally, like, if I eat dairy, I get phlegm, yep. and it's just, ugh. So, <laughs> I really, there's a lot of things that you have to sacrifice when it comes to being a vocal performer because in order for you to sound your best and feel good about yourself, you really have to take care of yourself. Well, you're so true about that because, I mean, even as a vocal artist doing commercials and stuff like that, I can't go to concerts anymore. I I can't go to an NFL game or anything like that because I get so involved with what's going on, but then I know that for the next two weeks, I'm not going to make any money because they're not going to invest in my voice. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. When it comes to games, I'm not screaming. Um, well, I just learned that recently. I used to just scream all the time and oh, do boy. whatever I want. But then I, my vocal coach, I started getting lessons, I think, last year. And there was just, like, a rule list of, like, not having caffeine and before your show and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So I'm definitely learning as I go, and I really want to take care of my voice to have it for as long as I can, because this is what I want to do with my life. So how do you find your calm? I mean, being an artist, we all have this place that we go to creatively, but where do you find your calm? I find my calm through meditation. Yep. I'm also a firm believer of God. I, I'm very spiritual. So mm-hmm. I, I really have to ground myself before performances to really dig deep and understand that I have a purpose and this is why I'm doing it and that I really love it at the end of the day. And I also watch a lot of motivational um, speeches, Denzel Washington. Oh. Um, yeah, same with Mike Tyson. That's Those are the two people that got me through the battles. I was kind of mentally, I was in my head a lot. So I think just having those speeches tell you that you just have to keep working hard and there will be a positive outcome has really helped. Don't you think those speeches are, because I, I believe in the theory, drop the four walls of the church and get out there on the street because that's exactly what the disciples did. They walked. They went from village to village to village. And I think that we're becoming the those people as well. Yeah. I Same with like the, the Denzel Washington thing. Mm-hmm. He said that no matter what, like as long as you put in the work, it doesn't matter. And just take the risk too. I've been saying this for like many interviews but i think going on stage you feel 
a lot of people don't want to take risks because they want to kind of stay in their own comfortability. But I think that's the only way that you can grow. And he says the only way to grow is to fail forward so that you learn from the negatives and the positives. So it's just overall been an awesome experience of growth and learning. Well, it's interesting you say that because Dr. David told me, he says, you're not depressed. He says, you're addicted to excitement. You want to live on the edge. You want to jump off that cliff every day. I said, yeah, I do. I live for that. Oh, my God. I've never heard of that. That's that's a great way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because when, when, you're, when you're performing music, you're jumping and, and you're soaring and you're flying above and as well as flying within everything that's around you. Yeah, I would say so, too. When it comes to, I'm a very emotional singer, so... Cause I didn't have, I couldn't afford lessons growing up. So I was like, I'm going to work with what I have. And that was just, you know, imitating other artists. So I think just being on stage, you have to put on a performance so that you connect with the audience. And that's really been helping me because at the end of the day, people don't want to see like a perfect image and basically technical experience. They want to feel and understand what you're saying and connect with you emotionally. Have you ever had one of those moments where, where people come up to you and they kind of question what you did and you look at them and you go, I didn't ever tell you that I was a perfect person. And if you believe that, then, then you got it wrong, not me. Yeah, I, there were some moments cause like growing up, I, I would post covers and stuff on social media and not a lot of people agreed with what I was doing. Right. They were just, Oh, like, why are you singing online and like basically the bullies of social media but i think that to even make it to get to this show from doing these covers and always working on my voice i got something out of it so it's interesting to see um again putting in the work you'll get where you want to be well destiny that's the way god works he puts a raindrop in the sky that touches the seed that becomes the tree the tree grows up it sacrifices its life to have a, a, a sheet of paper for a writer the writer then sends it out to the reader i mean you are part of that process yeah sometimes you don't see the growth but right. it's always going to be there if you keep going and that's how i felt personally i you when you're always working with your voice you you don't really realize how far that you're actually going and this was the first time I've ever used a technique on stage, which was for my battles. And it was, it's called mixed voice. And I hit an F sharp five, which is a really high note at the end. And I didn't think I would be able to do it, but because I was just always putting in the time and effort to do it, it happened. And I'm so happy with what happened. You know, that explains a lot because it caught, caught on, on the show and stuff like that. I mean, it's like the, the way that your body reacted at the end. Okay, I, I now I have to go back and watch it again because I want to see exactly how you knew in that moment that you did it. You made it. Yeah, after, the, after my performance, hearing the coach's feedback as well. Um, first of all, John Legend is an EGOT winner. <laughs> <laughs> and for him to... For him to even say, like, yeah, I think you won this battle. Like, I would pick you as the winner was just great. It was amazing. And it really, it's really good to, like, it's it's amazing to get validation from someone so huge in the industry. Same with Blake Shelton. Um, He said that he would pick me as well. So it's just so interesting to um, get this feedback when when you're constantly in your head. And at the end of the day, like, if you, again, what am I trying to say? Basically, that 
being hard on yourself, I get hard on myself yeah. and other people might see differently and they might see that you're really good. So why not just give your all? Wow. I'm going to, I'm going to raise the bar there. You're, you're, you're not just good. You're great. You, you really Thank are you. great. <laughs> and, 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 and I, and you're going to live up to your name and I can't wait to find out how your destiny is going to play out in front of the eyes and ears of those that follow your music. I love that. Thank you so much. Please come back that's to like, this show. Good... Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Oh my gosh. I would love to be back on this show. I was talking to my mom and she was just like, when you get your Grammy, you're going to come back to my heart radio and just talk about it. So thank you so much. Oh my God. Oh, okay. So you just set yourself up. If I can talk with, uh, with Joe Elliott from Def Leppard nine times, you have eight more times to go. Let's, let's hurry up. <laughs> I, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, you be brilliant today. Okay. You too. Thank you so much.